This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. 20 minutes uh, to six. Uh, let's move on to our next conversation on the line uh, with Vivian uh, Machweni, who is a podcaster and a culture curator. Coffee conversations with Vivian. Vivian, good morning. Good morning, Gwena. How are you? I'm not happy because <laughs> I thought we were going to have a coffee conversation. Here we are. We, we've organized some expensive coffee and muffins and you're not here. What is this? Well, you should have told me. No, 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 no. How do you have a coffee conversation on the phone, Vivian? How? But I have my coffee. Uh, no, but it's not as good as the one that I, 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 I curated this coffee for you, special. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Next time. Ah, wakosana. Next time, rako cancel. You missed your opportunity. That's it. First, imp- oh, no. first impressions. You you failed this city, Vivian. <laughs> are you well, Viv? I'm very well, thanks. How are you? I'm good, man. Thank you so much uh, for for coming through to talk to us. Tell me, tell me a little bit about uh, um, you coffee conversations with Vivian. It's it's a podcast. What do you guys talk about? So coffee conversations, and I just to give you a backstory how it came about is I love coffee, so my mornings have to start with coffee. Uh, but I also equally love music. I'm a music enthusiast, and I felt like there were so many uh, lovely and amazing and talented musicians that needed their stories to be told. And some people didn't even know about the musicians that I interview on my podcast. And so one day I was like, I was at Ndiduza Makatini's show Mm. and I was like, I'd really love to sit down and have a conversation over coffee with him. And that was the birth of Coffee Conversations. I actually, at the time, was working at an ad agency and I remember I didn't even have money to book studio. Um, a colleague of mine actually loaned me money to book the studio. Mm. And I got into Duduzo into studio and we just started having this amazing conversation. And, and I mean, Duduzo is like the most amazing person to interview. Hey, he's, he is. Yo, I, he's I, I, I can so interview that guy. And, yeah, and, and he's such a wealth of knowledge and passion. And yeah, man. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And so the more I did it, the more I realized that uh, some of these music- musicians, people don't know them. They might have heard their music, they might know their names, but they don't know the story behind the music. So that's how Coffee Conversations was born, um, off the back of telling, you know, amazing stories about our African musicians. And so, yeah, that was the birth of Coffee Conversations. And two years later, we're, we're still going. Um, I'm still speaking to lovely musicians. My last um, uh, guest on the on the podcast was Mandisi Janchis, who is also an amazing composer, um, arranger, and jazz musician. Mm. So w- what does it take to... To, to have a, a great podcast, a successful podcast. Because, I mean, uh, in this day and age, everybody thinks they are able to do these things. You know, like people think like, oh, I know I get a microphone and then this and that ring light and then I can have a YouTube channel. I can have a podcast. But what does it take to have a successful podcast? I think having 
understanding the power of storytelling, one, uh, but also being a great conversationalist because you can't sit for an hour. Uh, my podcasts are usually an hour long and you have to have, you know, researched um, the person that you're interviewing, understand their mm. story, but also carry that conversation. So that what that's what I have been able to do um, with my podcast, just to bring in the musicians and have them tell their stories. So I think one, um, the starting is the most important part if you feel like you want uh, to start something that you're passionate about. Um, I think a lot of us, we, we have all these great ideas. Um, we want to start something, but some people don't actually start. So for me, it was the starting, but also uh, maintaining that consistency and saying, okay, now I've got my first um guest i've put out my first podcast out there to the people let's hear let's see what the feedback is and the feedback was amazing um and i just had to continue but i think just um starting and being consistent but also when you're in it just um carrying that conversation and researching enough to be able to to have an hour-long conversation is something that you have to keep in mind and be you know always cognizant of do, do podcasts work in South Africa? And the reason I'm asking is that, you know, we complain about data and all these things. And, and, and more often podcasts are uh, online. So I need to have data. I need to have Wi-Fi. I need to have these things. And, you know, we've been fighting for data to fall, but it's not. So do they work? Do, do, do people actually uh, uh, take their time to listen to podcasts? I think they do work. Um, and the reason why I say this is because as much as people are, you know, listeners of radio, sometimes you want to just, uh, listen at your own time and leisure. And mm. that's, that's what and a podcast, uh, will offer you. As far as uh, data and is concerned, a lot of people will listen. Um, I mean, people now have Wi-Fi in their homes, mm. their offices. So it gives you that flexibility to listen at any given point, wherever you are. So it, it has been a slow growth, uh, but I think podcasts are taking up um, space and people are, are, are getting more and more into listening to podcasts um, in their mornings, you know, when they're getting ready for work or on the way to work or even at work. Um, like I said, it gives you the flexibility to listen at any time. And I think that's, that's um, the reason why they work um, so well. And, and, and I mean, even, uh, you know, to, to, to the point that uh, even us radio stations, I mean, after this, we're going to podcast this same conversation that you and I are, are, are having. So podcasts have really become a thing. But, uh, uh, you know, you're speaking about content. Uh, and, yeah. and this now also opens up not only to the South African market, and I guess that's the beauty of podcasts that, Anybody anywhere in the world with access to the internet is able to, 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 to see, listen. to listen. 100%. Yes. It, it, it is that the appeal to it that also, you know, you're not only focused on uh, the South African market or the Gauteng market, but you can speak to somebody in Ulaanbaatar in Mongolia. 100%. And when I look at the stats um, for my podcast, um, at some point, it was one of the top podcasts that would listen to in Mozambique. And I was like, hmm. Mozambique, damn, I didn't know that I could reach people that far, you know. 
because you you think that you're only reaching to um, the South African market. But the reason why I say then I wanted to actually bring in African musicians as opposed to just South African musicians is because there are other parts of you know the continent that I can actually touch, and there are people that actually listen um, outside of of the Southern African market. So um, definitely, I think podcasts are great for that because they can um, reach further than just where you are. And 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 how 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 does one market? Lack of a better phrasing, uh, Vivian. How does one market uh, podcast? Because I mean. Uh, you start, you have this brilliant idea, you've got uh, uh, the connections, you've got Ntutuzo. How do you make sure that people, you know, uh, uh, listen? How do you drive the, 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 the ears, uh, the traffic to your site for people to come and do that? I mean, that must be a, um, an interesting way to do it. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so with me personally, how I market is, obviously through my social media platforms. Um, I do have quite a social media presence. Mm. So I actually um, use that to drive people to the podcast, but also sharing it, you know, with uh, my friends who will then share with their friends. So then it furthers the reach. Um, But I think um, social media has has played quite a pivotal role in, in terms of making sure that I reach the ears that I, I, I want to reach. Um, and that's how it's grown over time. Mm. We are in conversation with uh, Vivian Macheni, who is a podcaster and a culture curator, talking to us about uh, coffee conversations. And, and, and I mean, so, so tell me about your journey over the past few years into podcasting. What, what are some of the challenges that you found along the way, you know, uh, yeah. uh, in, in, in creating a, in brackets, a perfect conversation? So I started um, before COVID. Um, I started in, I think it was 2019 when I, I did my first um, recording. And so the studio that I was using um, at the time had to shut down due to COVID. Um, mm. Of course, people are not going into studio. They're not generating any income. And so I've had to now find ways to still record um, and you know put the podcast, um, the episodes out. And so what I did is um, I then started recording over Zoom, which was quite um, a battle because the quality is not um, the same as it would be when you record uh, with a person in studio. And so those are some of the challenges that I've had to go through. But even when I was using studio, I'd have some musicians um, cancel on me last minute and I've had to be like, okay. I understand, you know, people do get busy, especially musicians. So... Um, you have to also be understanding um, that sometimes people will cancel on you or not make it. Um, But so far, um, I think the musicians that I have had on the podcast have been such lovely and amazing musicians that they actually keep to time. They used to arrive to studio on time. And that's why I love um, no... No shade to other musicians, but jazz musicians are actually really amazing with timekeeping and just being there on time. Um, so outside of maybe one or two that may have cancelled last minute, um, the biggest thing was shifting from recording in studio and taking it onto 
um, Zoom and just making sure that it is properly um, edited and mixed. And when I take it out, the quality still is still maintained. Um, but yeah, uh, it's been such a, an amazing and interesting journey so far. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, what, what, you you speak to musicians only. Mainly, yes. Mm. Um, but I have extended it to people that actually, you know, um, are changing the shape and the face of music in South Africa. But it is really centered around music and telling the story um, of the people that are making, you know, um, an impact within our music industry. You know, I've been meaning to ask this. Yeah. How, how does it work? Like, do you, do you do it for the passion or for the love? Or somewhere, somehow? Because I, I, I know, like, uh, uh, you, and I'm, I will have to mention Verkimang, uh, uh, the, the chill podcasting chill guy. Kimang? Yeah. Yes. Um, they, they would <laughs> always one. talk about uh, MacG. Yes, yes. They would always talk about uh, sponsors, pr- product placements, and all those things. How do podcasts make money? If they do. Because oh, yes. I, I get paid every month and I'm employed. Yeah. So that's different. Yeah. So if, if you do a podcast, how do you create revenue? So I think with any content uh, platform, it, it really does take time. Uh, for example, I'll mention YouTube. You don't mm. just start making money from the time that you put out your first um, video podcast out. Um, but over time, uh, you you know that you will get to a point where you start making money. But for me, really, it is it is driven by passion. Um, and so money was was has not been a thing that I was always um, focused on making. However, I do know that there is an opportunity for me to, to make money out of it um, through Apple Music. I think at some point they do pay you or Spotify um, or YouTube. But the main uh, goal... Uh, was ready to just grow it to a point where people know about Coffee Conversations. People are actively listening to Coffee Conversations and then um, eventually we'll start seeing the money come in. Uh, but to answer your question, yes, um, there are people that are making money out, um, from podcasts. I have not made money as yet. Um, I'm still you know, focusing on growing it as, as much and far as possible and ho- with the hope um, that... Um, at some point, I will start um, making money out of mm, it. Mm, mm. No, because eventually, I mean, um, yeah. we, we all need to make some money uh, out of this the, this things. Um, quickly, before we wrap up the conversation, I wanted to touch on the aspect of being a culture curator. What's a culture yeah. curator? A culture curator is someone that, um, okay, curates culture. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say... <laughs> That's the best answer anyone could ever give at this time of the day. We have a winner. <laughs> but to answer your question, Goena, so um, I, I, I say I'm a culture curator because not only do I um, do podcasts, but I'm also a, a DJ. Um, you know, I also curate events um, where I bring people together. Um, I used to have um, an event or an event concept um, of sip and paint where people come in but that was I I say it's culture curation because you are bringing people into the Mm. culture of just being you know having fun 
while they're enjoying music that's playing, but you're giving them an experience. And so that is what a culture curator is. I'm not going to be called an organizer. An organizer is so basic. I'm a curator. <laughs> you know, like I always say, people, when they say, uh, uh, are you a radio DJ? I'm a radio practitioner. Exactly. Big difference between. <laughs> exactly. I'm not a personality. I'm not a DJ. I'm not a presenter. I'm a practitioner. So I think because with curating, there's so much more intent to it. Mm. Um, mm. You want you want to literally you're putting yourself into that thing that you are doing. So you are curating it as opposed to just hosting. You know. Mm. Um, so I think that that is the difference. So and here I am sitting here with curated coffee and muffins and. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoy your coffee. <laughs> and I'm not much of a coffee drinker, so anyway. But Viv, thank you so much for coming through to talk to us. But before you go, uh, for people that want to check out your podcast, people that want to find out what you do, uh, your episodes um, of podcasts, when, how do we do that? Um, thank you so much, Gwena. So um, if you search Coffee Conversations with Vivian, it will come up. It is available on all podcast platforms. Uh, you can find it on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, on Apple, on IONO FM. Um, and all the episodes that I have recorded so far will come up. I did try uh, to take it in the direction of YouTube, but that's still, you know, a growing baby. Um, it is. There are a few episodes that are available there, but um, audio is available on all those uh, podcast platforms that I've just mentioned. Fantastic, Vivian. Thank you so much for coming through to talk to us. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. Have a lovely day. Sarah. And a good one to you too, Vivian Matreni, who is a, a podcaster and a culture curator. Check out her Coffee Conversations with uh, Vivian. Talks to some of the uh, amazing musicians uh, out there. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.